So basically, they link the IP address to things that um, aren't even found on the dark web. So how do you explain that, Stu? Um, listen, mate, this is why you have external hard drives. Do not allow other people. Welcome to our leads, therefore I am. I'm, I'm Stu. Who's that, who's that horrible little fellow over there? Um, I'm on loan currently yeah. at Dartmoor National Park FC. Wow. And uh, I'm Sly. How you doing, everyone? <laughs> okay. Uh, we won't go back to the hospital radio days. Um, so listen, we're back. We're back um, just before the weekend. That was our height. That was our height, our wasn't it? Our height was our when... hospital radio days. Oh, um, yeah, hang on right there. Uh, that was Kajagoogoo. Um, and I tell you what, um, those guys can... Um, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I can't do it. I can't do it. But listen, no. we're sandwiched. We're in it. We're in a. We're in a shit sandwich right now. If you excuse my French, yeah. Mm. Um, a mad baguette, if you will. Yeah. Boulangerie. Yeah. Um. Uh. Bonnet de douche. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, we're coming off of the back. Uh, well, we're not off the back, and I tell you why we're not off the back because for a solid forty-eight hours after the Southampton match, I was incandescent. Um. Yeah. I was yeah. thrown up in ashtrays. I was f- flashing down my street. I put things through people's letterboxes that should never be put anywhere, let alone through letterboxes. That's true. And, um, yeah. you know, it. Uh, we spoke on the last podcast and um, and Jim, our executive producer, um, he put together a clip that he put out there saying with me saying that, um, that I think we're going to enter 2022 in the bottom four. Now, that's not me being negative necessarily. That's me just hmm. forecasting on a football club. It just happens to be the football yeah. club we su- we support. Um, it was a dark day last weekend, and I think we needed a decent bit of breathing time. Um, I-, I was I was gaseous for about six hours afterwards. Hmm. You know, um, talk me through. It's because you you were just you were just gulping in ragefuls of air. Yeah, 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 uh, and yeah, you were just yeah, gulping yeah. it down. You were forcing it into the oh, gut, weren't you? It, yeah. You were apoplexic with rage. But what was really, I think, must have been hugely frustrating for you as well was that you called it. Well, that's the thing. It's one I, of those I, things. I, you know what like, I do is I always, in a weird kind of way, like you know when I play the lottery, right? Which, which I, I tend to do every now and then. Sometimes what you're I do irregular. is I, 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 regular. I wander into my local. Um, haberdashery that sells lottery tickets and 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 yeah, what yeah. i'll do is i put my hand in my pocket and i squeeze my thigh through the cloth yeah and pull some hairs yeah. out and stuff and as i do that i think yeah and i used to smoke i don't anymore but smoking used to do the same thing where i go where i did it but despite myself and then i walk up to the counter yeah. and go give me a lottery ticket and he goes would you like a lucky dip I go, yeah make it lucky um yeah and uh and then i walk out and you know what i think when i walk out i'm not gonna win i've literally just pissed money down the drain now the yeah, reason yeah. i do yeah. that so what it does is it reinforces, you know, a kind of confirmation bias of my life is terrible. And for sixteen yeah, yeah. years, I went, "We're gonna, we're gonna lose this weekend." Um, and then every now and then we didn't. And I thought, well, you yeah. know, the, yeah. more for the universe. Um, so now my expectations are above the sewer. Um, it means that when the sewer erupts and I'm covered in football excrement, um, it means influence. It, 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 yeah. It makes it that much more hard to swallow, if it's used the pun. Um, I think it's, it's one of those things, isn't it, where where you know you we've all got that mate, haven't we? That mm. that you're him. You go for a night out. Yeah, yeah. And you don't take him. No, no. Sorry. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Not talk, not talking about me, Stu. No, okay. 
I'm not talking about me, Stu, because I've not received many invitations at <laughs> late. But anyway, um, they're all in the what post. What I was saying was, we've you've all got that mate. You're in your twenties. Mm. You've hit the town. Mm. Now you and I, we're we're men of a certain vintage. Oh, we yeah, don't yeah, hit the yeah, town. Yeah. We slope into, into the it. town at about six fifteen, and then we slope back out again before the youth arrive. Uh, it's quarter but to eight. Back in the day, you've got that one mate that will always do something that's horrendous but not funny horrendous like ooh, literally brought down the tone of the entire evening yeah to the point where like we're not even gonna look back and laugh at each other we've all got a collective ptsd yeah and the next time you go out like, oh should we invite him should we invite him and you do because he's promised I- i'm not gonna do it this time yeah and i tell you what i'm the guy that convinces you yeah to send the text. Yeah. Oh, he said he's changed. He said he's changed. He's got, yeah. he's got a new. He's got a new partner. You know. He's, he's put his. And I go. I go. No. He's, he's, I go. No. James is yeah. a right loser. Right idiot. Why do we hang around with him? We've got better things to do. Hang around with James. He's gonna. He's going to let us down. Yeah. On this like night, he's let everyone else down, including himself. This time. This time will be different, mm. mate. At times, it feels like we support a team of gyms that will let us down on a night out. Yeah. 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 Well. I didn't want to do a podcast even two or three days afterwards because I just thought to myself, it's just going to be. We are going to complain, nonsense. aren't we? Let, let's be on. Let's be on the surface. We we're, we're not going to go through. We're not one of those podcasts that are so either emotionally. What kind of podcast are we not? Um, well, I, I, I dare I dare say it's an insult to podcast to call what we're doing what this is. Um, but but what we're not going to be so emotionally thick and dumb that were like just spot leads don't you and you just gotta love leads and if you say anything bad about them you're plastic you're not proper supporter mm-hmm. like we're not like that but at the same time we're strategic we're yeah but at the same time we're also not stupid enough to know that there there aren't some seeds of of of, of potential that could develop but at the moment those things are ephemeral mate those things are abstract. They don't exist. We've got to talk about the concrete facts now. And the concrete facts are, we lost against a upper table championship side, mm. 1-0, and it should have been about 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is it. This is the point. And, and there's nothing good that you can take from that. Because our squad depth is so thin. And, and we've got... And Bielsa... Bielsa, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this first because we will have some criticisms for Bielsa as we go through. And guess what? You can criticize him, but the one thing I, the caveat I would say is, I don't think there's any other manager in world football that would get out of that squad of players what Bielsa is doing. No. So he's already at the top of the pile for me. However, there are some criticisms <clears throat> hashtag Tyler Roberts that sort of sort of feed into that. But yeah. actually, like that was just an abject display. It was dreadful. And we're on a really worrying downward curve. This whole thing of the rhetoric of, oh, we'll come good, we'll come good. When we get our first win, we'll turn it around. And I I was one of those that was espousing it. Jim will be fine. He's not going to take his pants down and assault somebody in an evening. Like, you know, he's not going to start attacking a lamppost Mm. with a policeman stood behind it and get us Mm. all into trouble. Jim's Mm. not going to do that. Well, you know Mm. what? He has, and he's done it again. And even though Jim had Mm. one good night out against Newcastle, We've we've gone out into Southampton, and you know what? He's thrown a traffic cone through a jeweler shop window, and it, it was it was it's just been, you know, I can't, I, I struggle to find any positives in it, 
And and what worries mm. me is that this whole corner that we're going to turn around, if you if you get into the minutiae, if you drill down deeper, Tyler Roberts will will show us the player that Bielsa thinks he is at some point. Well, it's not happened yet. Rodrigo will show us that he's better than our under-23 strikers at some point. Well, he's not shown us mm. yet. Uh, oh, our under-23's maturity will will show that even though we've got um, a paper-thin squad and quite a few injuries to key players, that we'll be all right. We'll be able to still pull out results here and there. Not yet seen that, I'm afraid. It's 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 no. tricky and it's difficult. And what really worries me is you get someone like Rafinha going off and oh. scoring two goals for Brazil, one assist from Neymar, mm. and then coming back. But do, what bothers you about and that? feeding it... balls into Tyler Roberts? <laughs> do, what bothers you about that most? Do, does, is what bothers you about that the fact that he's on a different footballing level, or that? Um, and he'll look around the lead to change room and say, you know what, maybe I need to cut this stay short. Or does it bother you that um, he will look around the um, Brazilian changing room and say, well, Neymar's on the best part of 280 grand a week and I'm, I'm, I'm on 80 and he's, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the problem because I think, I think we would pay Rafinha pretty much whatever he asks well, because at the moment Rafinha's paid, Rafinha's paid less than Rodrigo so if we needed to yeah, finance okay. keeping Rafinha I could imagine us getting rid of Rafinha what really worries me is I think we've got Rafinha we, we, we've not got long left on his contract I don't think he would re-sign another contract with us if he does if he does then I would think that's almost the same level of brilliance as getting Bielsa in, in the first place yeah. if he doesn't I say fair play to him he goes with our thanks for it's been a joy to watch him but he might be bringing the time that he leaves us six months closer yeah, yeah. because he's he is a winner you can see it he's the one that can, stomps can off you, after a game he's the one that's got an you, attitude yeah can I ask you a, it's not a loaded question but it's a real question do you how good do you think he is? And and I'm not saying that how good do you think he is in a lead shirt. I'm not saying how good do you think yeah. he is compared to yeah. all of the left wingers we've had. Blah blah. I'm I'm saying how good do you really think he is? Because I've got some quite controversial I, I, views on this. Yeah, I know. I, I, I thing is, I'm 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 prone I'm prone to bombast, as you know, mm. and hyperbole. Mm. I think he's one of the best wingers in the world. Okay. Um, and I think he will only get better. Time is on his side. He's had tutelage under Bielsa, which a- any player that has time under Bielsa, apart from Tyler Roberts, it seems, improves drastically. Mm. Um, and so, I, th- I think, yeah, if I'm if I'm one of the top, if I'm one of the top six clubs in Europe. I've sent scouts to see Rafinha. Yeah. I, I think that that's that's undoubted. I think the question mark over Rafinha before coming to Leeds was: Did he have the temperament to be able to mix it? Did he have the temperament to be that top player? But anybody who thrives under Bielsa immediately shows they've got a cast iron will. Like they've survived the murder ball, they've survived the body transformations, mm. they've survived the high intensity football. Do you think he has Real transformed? Madrid, Do you think he's transformed? Yeah, I think he has because if you actually look like. He's an out-and-out. I think he's an out-and-out attacking player. He loves to humiliate a defender. He loves to play that pass that takes out six players. But when you're seeing him absolutely pounding himself into the floor to track the left-back that's done an overlap to put in the tackle, like, he's not great at tackling. Like, the thing, 
but he's putting the effort to get into that. He's putting the effort to get back as well, and then bursting back forward again. I, I think he has. I don't think he was doing that in his previous clubs, and that's why people spoke about Rafinha in hushed terms, but not open terms. Like they okay. could see the undoubted talent, but they. But he was like, "Well, will will he manifest it? He won't be with us in three years' time. If he is, then okay, it either shows you, a remarkable turnaround for the club or not." Yeah, yeah. What, what will it take to keep him? No, no, not that we need what to bend over backwards. I'm, I'm thinking about him, Phillips, etc. The people that we met, two met Melier, two I, I, I think has now entered that. Okay, go on. Yes, I think you're right. I think that's a fair shout. Yep. Um, it, it, for me, it's two things. Um, mid to pushing Europe in the Premiership regularly in the next two seasons, mm-hmm. which we're miles off from that. Mm-hmm. And the financial clout San Francisco 49ers mm. you think putting a price tag on his contract him. and then saying 175 yeah. grand a week or whatever yeah exactly because yeah, right. we're, we're, we're paying we're paying Rodrigo 100 grand a week and the sense is that that's our pushing the boat out that's our that's mm. our marquee signing what's that's the, um, our we can't do that for other what's players what's the story of Rodrigo what's, what's the story of Rodrigo what, what's your story with him I don't know I find you know him the most. Out, pos- <laughs> you, you, you know when you go. You're not there. Out, I'm having got... a great time. You're not there. Yeah. You, you got. You got. You, yeah. Back in. <laughs> Who the is Rodrigo? Okay. Right. Okay. Let's just stop this skit. Let's do the. Yeah, let's do the. Let's do the. No, no. I think it's working beautifully. Let's do the whole. If you're on a night out, what leads players or what characters? <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, on your night out, we've 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 already got we've already got um, who who have we got there already? Who have we done already? Well, no, we, we've got the whole we've got the whole club of Leeds. We've got the whole club. The um, whole club is, is, is drunk is, and Tim. Is, on is the having end. a fight with a policeman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's take that what, down. So, uh, who is who is um? Give me um. Give me Stuart Dallas. I'll tell you who Stuart Dallas is on the night out. Stuart Dallas is there waiting to take you by the arm, convince you not to have a a, 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 yeah. f- a fight with a woman, <laughs> and puts you in the back of a cab yes. and pays for it. <laughs> That's who he is. Okay, who's who's? Yeah. Uh, tell me Rodrigo yeah. then. Tell me Rodrigo on a night out. Who's Rodrigo? Rodrigo is relatively new to the group, and he comes with an absolute um, history full of a verbal history, a, a history that people are alluding to, but there's no proof about. He'll get you into this club. He'll get you into that club. He knows this guy. He knows that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miraculously, when you turn up at those clubs. Nobody knows who he is. He's shady about the whole thing. He's like, oh, well, that was a different but, time, different place. But- he he then says, "Oh, I know this place. You go down a couple of side streets. You get in. They do know him, but he's got no money for drinks. Exactly. Yep. He never buys around. Um, he also talks about you know the conquests that he's made yeah, yeah, yeah. over the time. Uh, he, he, he'll see some. He'll, he'll he ends up leaving with a two out of ten. He'll see some skirt across the room and go, "I've done her." And then she'll come towards him and he'll be sweating bullets. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, so that, that that for me is Rodrigo. And he'll go, he'll go. Oh, we're 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 a crew. We are we are. We're all a crew. We're really tight. Yeah. And people go, I don't know his last name. I do not know his last name. That's him, Rodrigo Marino. No. Oh, <laughs> communication isn't your forte, is? <laughs> um, Ironically speaking, isn't. <laughs> um, the... Okay, who's um? um Luke, I tell you, who Luke Ailing is Luke Ailing is the guy that arrives drunk. 
and his eyes are wild and he goes in he goes in and he and and he you think he's quite a quiet fella usually and then as he walks yeah. in everyone goes Luke 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 and there's four voices going Luke Luke and he goes yeah yeah later 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 and then yeah. he's walking and then he yeah. has another six pints really really fast you're thinking Jesus we're gonna have to mop him up but he's absolutely raging and he's like pumping his fist at the side when his song comes on do 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 that's yeah. who Luke Ayling is yeah. and he, he's I'll out drinking everyone's finished and he goes home with strangers everyone's done I'll tell you it's, it's, I've worked out who Harrison and Dan James are. Oh, they are. Har- I think they Harrison. are. They are. It can have a lime and soda. Um, yeah. Sit quietly in the corner. This music's Harrison's, loud. Harrison's, Jesus. Harrison's the lad. Harrison's the lad that's there at the start. Yeah. He's there. Too much gel in his hair. You've said to you've said to tell you've told everyone turn up at seven. You're expecting them to turn up at sort of eight nine. Yeah. As it goes, Roll he in. turns up at quarter to quarter to seven. <laughs> And, a- and ask for a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he's he's going to make it this evening. It's going to be his night. Mm. We are three and a half hours in. Yeah. He has he's ditched the leather shirt. Yeah. <laughs> he he's just got like a vest on. Yeah, he white is vest. sweating. Yeah. He's trying to dance with every single person on that dance floor. He's going to make it. He's going to make it. He's going to make it. He's been working on one person. For a good half an hour, it looks like he's getting somewhere. Yeah. Dan James suddenly appears late. No, no. Late in the day. Better gel in his hair. A slightly nicer scent. He's he's wearing Paco Rabanne. Yeah. And he comes straight <laughs> in. He hits the dance floor. And people all around, male, female, animals even, are just like flies on crap. And Harrison is left standing by a pillar. Sweating yeah. and breathing heavily alone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes home with you and asks to kip on your floor. And you, even though you feel sorry for him, say no. Yeah. <laughs> right, let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else. I don't know I don't know if it, this might just be my interpretation of it. Stroik turns up. He turns up <laughs> on on the minute, dressed too formally. <laughs> Yeah. he's way too formal everyone everyone else is in like kind of cool stuff like blah, blah, blah. and he's there in, in he and as he walks in he sees everyone he very quietly takes off his suit jacket and just tucks it under his arm and he's thinking and he pulls one 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 bit of his bottom of his shirt out but following behind yeah. him on his coattails is his missus and everyone and when he gets there, everyone yeah. eye rolls and goes jesus you just wouldn't i this we're having a good time yeah. and he goes no it's, it's, She's fine, a model. it's fine it's fine and then, and then but then all night she goes pascal and he's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just talking to the lads. What are you talking about? I'm just talking about we play football together. You do, you do football all week. This is my time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. he can't control it. And then he goes yes. home early because he's got a, and I'm holding my fingers up here, headache. And he doesn't have a headache at all. He's been like moaned at. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It. And I, I'm not enough against I'm, the lad. Just, we're just trying to do a skit here. Do you know what I mean? I, but he's, he's, he, he, yeah. He's not dressed himself. Yeah. That's the thing as well. It's hilarious yeah. about it. He's not dressed himself. The, I'll tell you who Calvin Phillips is. <laughs> we know who Calvin Phillips is. He arrives. He has nothing but water all night. And he goes home early. And on the way out, people go, what are you going early for? Is it because your missus says? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, and he don't care. No, he doesn't care. Yeah. The scientist. Yeah. Says, yeah. And everyone kind of is a bit yeah. jealous that he's so together. And, and Yeah. And then, out of nowhere, I, I, just with his, his knob flapping. From side to side, Alioski bursts through the door. <laughs> not We're even his nothing. team out, not even his night out, not even his night out. But he just comes in and he goes, Hey guys, hey guys, drinking vodka from the bottle, just like flapping, like doing the elephant thing with his flapping at either side. 
Yeah. 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 And gets off with like three really is? good looking birds and you have no idea why. Go yeah, on. of course he does. Of course he does. And Rick. then jumps on a plane back to wherever he's come from that night. I'll tell you who Click is. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. He's everywhere. <laughs> All night. But he's the guy that mm. when the night is starting to wind down a little bit and you just want a bit like five minutes to yourself. Yeah. You're sat in a booth. Yeah. He's the one that sat next to you. Yeah. Arm around you. Mm. He is sweating onto you. And he's mm. talking too loudly to you. Telling you about the next business venture that he's going to do. And and you know that he's building up to the fact that he's going to ask you for five grand. You just know oh, that yeah. he is. And but because he's he needs to open a vape And every store. time you move off, yeah, yeah and he, you know he's had that conversation with every other single person. And that's why he's been moving around <laughs> the group all that night. He He's arrived on mm. a scooter. And I'm not talking about a motorised one. He's arrived <laughs> on a scooter. Yep. And he's leaving and, uh, on a scooter. Stro- Stroik's missus goes, who does he think he is? And Stroik just answers. Yeah. Oh, Matthew's clicking. Yeah, Matthew's clicking. And, and that's, that's the I didn't mean like that. I meant, who does he... Christ, I don't even know why I bother with you. Put that suit back on. He loses his tie. Tighten your tie. Yeah. Um, listen, um, can I... Um, stop what we're saying right now um we've just been trying to be you know have a little bit of levity about the situation um but i did put out a tweet this week which kind of was quite popular after i put out a poll saying when do we seriously start to worry about our situation um i'd like to go through some of the replies and you tell me what you think about that so Mm. the question was when do we start to seriously worry like leeds united I've got a reply here. When we didn't buy anyone to, of note at the season's start and wasted £25 million on someone else's reject. Brentford doing what we did last season and Leeds doing what Sheffield United did last season in for a real scrap to stay up. What do you say? Uh, any allusions to Sheffield United, I think it's just laziness. But they make some really interesting points beforehand. Um, okay. Furpo we, got, Furpo we got for a steal. Um, I'm not convinced on him. I'm going to put it out there. I'm not, On the I'm not basis of who he was, he he's yet to acclimatise, I think, to the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, yeah. Dan James, again, he's another one that it might be a masterstroke. It feels like we've gambled an awful lot. Yeah. There doesn't seem to have been... Uh, I don't put this at the feet of Orta. I think Orta people operates... Are. Well, I think Orta operates under the instructions he's given. I, I think well, Orta's saying, well, we've got this do that. money. Or if you see an opportunity come along, pursue it. It's like, so he's the one that's got the irons in the fire that he's try, trying to develop. But it, the money, it's not his money, you know? So okay, I, okay. I, I think we've gambled. I think we've gambled. Next response. When do we seriously start to worry? If Bielsa walks under rads, we try and do everything on the cheap player-wise. Get rid of Orta. Yes. The amount he wastes is astonishing. If rads doesn't start spending, then he needs to go too. Now that got a little bit of laughter. Um... When do we seriously start to worry? An awful lot of responses say now. Yeah, um, absolutely. We might take points from the next two, but after that, we've had ten games where we, we've got we're, we're going to get nothing. Seriously yeah. worried. We've done nothing to fix last season's issues, and I think we've found some more. Um, next response: Where when do we start to worry? When we're getting beat by teams like this at home, <laughs> in reference to Southampton. Yeah. 
in fairness, a couple of wins and we're comfortable mid table. It's just where those wins come from at the moment. I'm not sure. I thought That's one, the thing. I thought one of them would come today, but hey. That's the thing. Like, and and what we didn't realise last season is the pressure was on when we were in the championship in that like every game had to be three points really because we wanted to just ensconce ourselves on the top yeah. and and not be outside those top twos like it was it's just this constant yeah sort of the the rapids but what we've got last season was the fact that we picked up wins here and there so we were always we were comfortably treading water we were in the aegean mate whereas and, and i remember looking down and, and thinking about the teams that were like scrapping it out at the bottom mm. and it was like i remember their fans saying oh we just need a couple of wins here and there yeah, and i remember yeah, laughing yeah. thinking what those three points are really really hard to come by mm. for teams like mm, you mm, mm, mm. and i'm starting to realize now three points in the premiership for a team like us playing like we are yeah. with the squad that we so have valuable are really hard to come by. Well, my favourite response, and I think the most level-headed one, to when do we start to seriously worry, was from Keith Giles. Um, and he said, if you're eating your Christmas meal and we haven't got 20 points. And then I said, <laughs> okay, well, what about if we have 22 points? He said, and he said quite humorously, that's two more we won't need to get after the Christmas pudding. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I like this guy. Yeah, no, he seems, a good, seems, seems like a good guy. Um uh, lots and lots of responses. Lots and lots of responses. Fail to beat Wolves he's just, next week. He's, he's just he's just made his online Christmas order, hasn't he? Yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah. He's, he, he's just been on the MS website. Yeah. We all talk yeah, leads. Yeah, yeah. We all talk leads. Um, fail to beat Wolves next week and the atmosphere will seriously change. I'd say Watford and Norwich are already gone. We will be involved yes, in the true. fight to avoid that third relegation spot. And a lot of people yeah, kind of re- reacting negatively towards that, saying, oh, that's really positive. And it's like, well... Um, it's it's just the truth, isn't it? Really, was this was this season, mate? Do you think a realignment in that we've we may have so when we were in the championship and indeed in League One, the dial was on sleeping giant underachievers for a club our size, and the dial swang last season potentially over to overachieving. Um. A lot of people said, "Oh well, this is us back. We, it's ref- our position is reflective of a club our size who's had you know a difficult few years, but now we build and we move on." Mm. Actually, was that naivety? Do you think? And do you think the dial has swung back to actually this is a more realistic picture of where we are? Um, <laughs> it's been such a fall from grace, and it's it's so extreme. I want to believe that we're a bit better than we are at the minute there are lots of things going against us um it it it, 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 it we're not you don't you know my dad used to say to me you don't become a terrible team overnight and it's completely true and we haven't it just worries me that i think that maybe i i think we are more of a confidence team than anybody would have you believe um they want people yeah. want you to believe that bielsa is this scientist and mathematician that has it worked out and it's all kind of based on indifference and it's based on almost like a deference towards other teams and the game of football itself when in fact you know we used to rue you know Patrick Bamford's contributions on the basis that we knew he was a confidence player and then we knew that he needed a hug we knew he needed an arm around him and I think the team needs an arm around him Um, and when I see at the end of that last match and I see the players coming off they look broken they look I'm not going to say tired but I'm going to say emotionally fatigued they they look like yeah. they're carrying 
the 40,000 on their shoulders and we're expecting this we expect I want to be eighth, I want to be ninth. People on, on you know, they read Twitter and people are putting on put on there. Can't believe I thought we we're going to even be anywhere near the top seven this season. And it's like I'm not going to say people shouldn't write that; they can write what they want. But the players are reading it, and we don't need to care about that, other than the fact that if that was my performance management meeting <laughs> every week on Twitter, I would probably not, yeah. not be so bright on a Monday morning. But I think they're conf- they're, they're a team of confidence players. You know, the only the only couple that aren't confidence players are so unbelievably skillful that they 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 do it on a Monday afternoon or a Wednesday morning. They don't care when they're doing it. But you're... they've got they've got a plan B. So I, I think those that don't seem phased and who are still playing at a top level. Yeah. So Melier, I think, is playing at the the level. He, I think, he's getting better and better. Um, I really genuinely do. Uh, I don't think he's to blame for the goals we've conceded for mm. because he's. He's still a young keeper and he's improving. Um, he's facing more shots than anybody else. He's in front of a shaky defence well, that's not settled. It's when interesting, you know. Playing. I was looking, I was looking at the, um, I was looking at match today. The day you know when Leicester played Manchester United, and, and um, yeah. someone made a comment on there like, "What, what, um, what is the state of your football club when your goalkeeper lets four in and um, yeah. and he gets man of the match?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and yeah. we're a little bit in that situation. I, you know, yes. if it wasn't if it wasn't for Melier, we would be getting smacked around the park a little bit. And I think you know the one nil last weekend was is, deceptive, we... completely deceptive. You know, anybody looking on it, you know, and I've got yes, a lot absolutely. of friends that are not lead supporters. They look on and say, "Oh, just got squeaked out the weekend." It's like, no, we weren't. We were comp- comprehensively no. beaten. Um, Melier, Urente, Phillips. And Rafinha, those guys can play with confidence, knowing that Urente may be slightly less so because of his injury record. But mm. those guys know, with a level and a degree of confidence, that they are. If the sick, if the ship sinks, they're staying at least at Premiership level. Yeah, Rafinha, Phillips, Melier, and Urente are not. If we get relegated, and I don't think we will. I still don't think we will. But if we do, those four players are not coming down with us. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Dallas, Bamford's, uh, Bamford's a question mark, but Dallas, mm. Bamford, um, Harrison, Ailing, like these are players that are going to come down with us to the championship if we do go down. And, and, and there's a difference there. I think the pressure is on them even more so. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's because the players named who are playing with, with, with freedom and confidence, it's not because they're bought into the project. It's not because they don't love Leeds any less. I mean, look at Calvin Phillips. Yeah. I mean, he epitomises that, and the fact is, like, it looks like he's going to sign another mm, another contract mm, soon. But let's not kid ourselves; mm. he's doing that also to ensure that he goes for if he does have to go, he goes for the top dollar, so that the club benefits from that. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where, like, you know, I just ah, uh, it, it it's tough. I don't necessarily think it's it's the fans being back in the stadium that's brought the pressure. Mm, I think mm. it's so. Like, I, I've got this cookbook from Nigella Lawson, and. <laughs> And I watched her make this stuff. Of course you did. And it looked absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And I had the cookbook. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to follow the instructions and it's going to come out exactly the same. Yeah. And you know Which, what? It didn't. Right. And I was bereft. Mm. I was like, I was confused. I was like, I've done everything I was asked for. And and, and at each stage, did you the use consistency the, um, was right. Did you use the, the cookbook consi- for the... anything else? No? No. Okay, no. good. Lovely. That has to stay in the kitchen cupboard for me. Mm, um, okay. Uh, you know, but but I was just, uh, it, 
at every stage it seemed to be working until the final stage and and I think that's a little bit of what's going on with our players okay let me ask you go on (laughs) no because you could talk forever I'm going to ask you a couple of questions then Uh, one is based around what, what you're saying now imagine you're a manager of Prestige and you come in to Leeds United tomorrow what would your first action be There'll be certain players that wouldn't feature. Right, okay. Go on, who are they? Because people are starting to line these people up on Twitter and Facebook and all the rest of it. They're saying these seven or eight players shouldn't even get a look in. Now, my concern about that is, I think we've got about 20 players in the squad. <laughs> but Yeah, that, that's the thing. So what, what I'd, I'd look at the results that we had so far, yeah. and I would look at who the wouldn't play? have... Who wouldn't play? Your, I imagine don't your think Pochettino. Rodrigo... So slightly sexier, foreign. Yeah, I don't think... I don't think Rodrigo, okay. Cooper, mm-hmm. and um, and Tyler Roberts. See, I'd go further than that. Are the ones that I are would gonna say, drag us based out on of this funk that we're in. I would say if a, another manager came in, for better or for worse, I'm not saying this is the way it should be. I'm just saying this is the way that it would be. If someone came in, they'd say, right, Rodrigo not playing well, dropped. Okay, Dallas not playing well, dropped. Ailing, not playing well, dropped. Click, probably not good enough, dropped. Maybe, maybe, maybe allow him to play another third of a season or something until he gets to January to try and buy a replacement or buy two replacements. So should I say? I think they would look across the field and they they would. I think they'd point to a lot of other players and say, I can't, I can't have them turning out. But for the very reason you just said, like they're not going to get us out of the hole because in some ways, and it's kind of not their fault. They're the reason why we're in the hole. Let me turn it onto a positive. Okay. I would look and say, well, the results have been abject so far. They have. There's no yeah. other reading for it. However, I've got some I have been told, and part of the reason I've come here is I've been told that we I have so many jewels in the youth football scene in our academy. Yeah. Like, what's the worst that could happen? So I'd be playing Joffy and Greenwood up top. Somerville oh, yeah. would yeah. be playing. Um and I'd mm. be maybe moving Rafinha into the ten role. Um, so he's on the ball a little bit more just to accommodate that. Um, yeah, I I would be looking at um, the future club captain potentially um, in Cresswell and saying, well, let's give him a run of games as we go. Um, I'd be looking at Instead players of... like Shackleton and Drama. Um, I'd, I'd have him deputising... I'd actually have him playing instead of Stroik at the moment because I think Stroik's confidence has taken a bit of a battering. I still think Llorente and Stroik were our strongest central defensive partnership. But mm. Cresswell under what Llorente, I think, would be strong. When he Cock? comes back, I, I would mm. I would have him I would have him in the mix as well. Um, I, I haven't seen enough of him to like completely be sold on him. But again, he's one that I seems think to have been has out a lot. Seems to have been out an awful in a lot. Of, put it this way. Cock in a lot of other clubs would have been the under 23s player that would be making occasional appearances <laughs> rather than like one of our big signings. Yeah. Um, what, what about? I was just, sorry, I'm just absolutely obsessed with the sentence cock in any other club. Uh, I thought you were going to make a Ronaldo joke, but let's move on. Um, <laughs> Rads was at PSG this week rubbing shoulders with the, um, the unwashed um, billionaires. <laughs> um, what do you make of that? Because there's all that QSI business that, and maybe it's getting a bit, maybe it's getting a bit hot for him, and he's thinking, I took this club from nowhere to somewhere, and now I'm in danger of 
perhaps walking backwards slowly. We've got the 49ers, the most wealthy sports franchise in the history of mankind. This is this is what I want to know. On one half. On the other what, half, we what? have a guy who has been canny enough to invest in the right places, get the right manager, prioritise in the right way. But now it feels like he's a little bit... I don't know. It feels like he's almost like incredulous to to the, the scenes that are unfolding in front of him. Like he, like he almost needs a football, a football brand to come in and say, right, listen, you've taken it as far as you can, and you can still be here in an, an advisory capacity. But we've got these other mechanisms that need to kick in, so we need to shore up these contracts, need to get these two people in, and make sure those two people leave. I feel like it's more of a football thing now. Okay. Brilliant. Can I, That's, is that can, kind of analysis, which means I'm going to start charging for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Send in your dirty I, underwear to two one two. What? Go. On. Can, can you? Um, can I create a little stinger for my next thing? Please do. Um, you can put an effect on it if you want. <laughs> Unsubstantiated prediction. Conjecture of the um, week. Yes. Um, Hang on, wait there, wait there, let me, let me, let me, let me do one. You are what you're saying. I know, isn't it? Yeah. Conjecture of the week, 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 week. There you go. <laughs> That's mate. the one. Yeah, yeah. That's the badger. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we are still in the Premiership, yep. Next season, yep. We will have announced in June or early July, yep. That the Forty ers have taken a majority stake okay. in the middle. You make it sound like you've got a little inside track. <laughs> we are relegated. We'll be receiving press releases from Radziani talking about having to say goodbye to certain players so that we can live within our means. Mm. But the aim is to immediately get back into the Premiership, right. which we all know the subtext of that. Yeah, he's he's putting the club up for sale effectively yeah, yeah, yeah. behind closed doors. That's my prediction. Okay, listen, that's a, that's a great prediction, and we've only got months and years to see it pan out. And I'm wait with bated breath. Um, can yeah. I just say something? Um, Go on. You might have heard me then quietly um, quenching my thirst. That's because the lovely guys at Boost Drinks have um, decided to send us some stuff in the post, which is... <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? <laughs> lovely guys. Uh, well, make, make it affordable, but <laughs> drinks that make, really give you that zip and that vim and that vigour to make podcasts. They're in, yeah, the, they're an they're an executive sort of drinks group, and mm. and forget what people oh. say about the fact that boost drinks are solely being drunk by nine to thirteen year olds no. um, before no. and on after the way school, to school, yeah. the streets, yeah, yeah. The making them that, incomprehensible. That's, that's a misnomer. The teaching is incomprehensible yeah. to them because their brain is so charred. But yeah, 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 no, no, no. It is executives like me and you uh, uh, yeah. are coughing. And, and, and forget the fact that people who who make boost drinks have to put warnings on them so yeah. that people with heart conditions can't <laughs> really drink them. Um, and, and forget the fact. <laughs> The the one and only energy drink I've ever had in my life was when I was doing a big drive to to <laughs> Cornwall drive. and stuck at Solstice Services, yeah. you know, and 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 it, it genuinely made me dangerous on the road. Yeah. Like, forget those facts. Let me tell you, they're something. not even facts. I, they're opinions. And also, boost I, drinks are great, mate. I find drinks, it helps concentrate for at never, least five minutes. I will never ever pursue lovemaking in anger without a boost drink. Okay, yes. so my advice is this: if you uh, fail to prepare, prepare to fail in the bedroom. Okay, yep. boost drinks, boost what you drink. Um, 
But I'll tell you one thing that's interesting. Um, now we've done that little... Um, it was an advert because the guy's just been really generous with us and given us some stuff in the post. And so I, say, I said I'd talk about it and, that, and we've talked about it. So there we go. Um, but you know yeah. who has an opinion about lots of things? Um, he's got an opinion on Leeds United. He's got an opinion on you and me, frankly. And he's got an, yeah. definitely got an opinion on boost drinks because sent some in the post to him. Is uh, Barry yeah. from Beeston. Um, oh, so he, <laughs> he's been back on the answer phone this week. And uh, he's got an opinion on all those things. I mean, I, you can imagine his opinion after Southampton. Um, yeah. I think he's oh. coming again from the Connie Club. Um, but uh, here he is. Let's listen to what he's got to say. Please leave your message after the tone. Yeah, that's Barry from Beeston here. Just so to know, just having, just out working men's club at the moment, as it is. Nothing wrong with me at all, absolutely. But I've just had my normal drink now, which is absolutely stunning. It's Red Bull with a side of Boost drinks as well. And I can see everything, mate. I can see time and space. I can see time and space. I can see everything. And you know what? I've seen the future for Leeds. And the future is 49. Two numbers. 49. And it's not bingo, mate. I'm not telling you that. It's not bingo. And it's not the boost talking. And I know you're going to say it's not, it's not, it's not the boost. It's not the boost. It's 49. Those boys need to put your hands in your pockets, lads. Put your hands in your pockets. I don't mind. I've been to America. I've been to Disney World. I've put money in your pockets, mate. I've put money in your pockets. And it's not the boost talking. I've only had four. I've only had four. And it's just the sugar. It's just the sugar. That's all, mate. But I'm seeing things. And I know the future. The future is not rads. We're, we're rotting under him. We're rotting under him. Lads, I've got to say, thanks so much for the boost drinks that you've given me. Absolutely. It's so generous. Still hate you. Still don't want to listen to you. Still want to attack you in the street. But anyway, I'm just off to do about 17 laps. I'm sweating buckets here. And I don't know why. Nothing to do with the drinks, though. All right. Ta-da! <laughs> Another um, short burst, even shorter this week. Um, so yeah, that's a. Didn't say too much about the Southampton match, but I'm assuming that he was running home from it. Yeah, so, I, th- um, I think I think yeah, he yeah. put the oost in boost. It seemed there. <sighs> so next match, we've got um, we've got the young Shackleton having to deal with Troy Ray running at him. So there's only about a 14 stone difference between the two, and probably. To be fair, only about two seconds per hundred meters between them as well in favor of uh, Troy yeah. Ray. So, uh, what if we lose? If we lose to Wolves, I'm going to go back to that message that we got on Twitter. I think the tone of everything will change massively. Yeah. yeah, I think there'll be less generosity, less charitable interpretations of the fact that oh, don't worry, we'll 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 buck up. You know, then it will be. I think we'll be bottom things three. that we can't things we can't mitigate or things that can't be mitigations if we lose. Wolves are a team mm. in a false position. No, Wolves are in the position they're in because they've been playing dreadfully, particularly with the squad that they've got. They should be be doing better than they are, but they're not. And so we can't use that as a mitigation. So we need to beat this team. They are in and around us. They are one of our direct competitors. They are another set of fans who are looking over their shoulder and thinking, "Mm, what if it happens? Um, You know, they've they've been in and around the championship for a long time uh, before getting back up into the Prem. So I think, yeah, we can't we can't use that as a mitigation. Um, we can't use the fact that we've got injuries as a mitigation because this is the squad that we've got. This is the squad that we had the whole summer. Do you remember the anticipation we had last season, thinking mm-hmm. about oh mm-hmm. we'll get our, our we'll get the work done early, and then suddenly it was like oh yeah, but COVID and all of that slowed everything down. No, it hadn't. Football carried on at a pace. Football carried on at a pace. Mm. Um, and so we can't we no, can't listen, use that as a mitigation either that we've got injuries. The reason the reason why this weekend might be slightly more significant is I think symbolically you've got um, Burnley taking on Southampton. Now, if Burnley get a result against Southampton and we don't get a, a result against Wolves, we'll fall below Burnley. Now, my feeling is Watford 
are going to get relegated this season and Norwich are going to get relegated. But make no bones about it, Watford are currently 16th. So I think the idea that Newcastle are going to be in trouble... Uh, Newcastle are a bit like Leeds. It kind of feels like they've got too many half-decent players and they're going to get a half-decent manager come in uh, after after Bruce, who, who left uh, yesterday. Um, I know that we're still in single digits with points and all that kind of stuff. I'm just really worried that Newcastle will pull away. I happen to think, despite my better judgment, that Burnley are a half-decent side. I think they'll pull away. I think Southampton will have a dodgy season. Crystal Palace will have a dodgy season, but they'll kind of semi-pull away. And so we're left with Norwich, who are rock bottom and not getting yeah. any better. Um, and we're left with Watford, who I think will be soundly beaten week in, week out. Yeah. I'm just concerned about what that third team from the bottom is going to be. Because I can't see anybody. I mean, we're looking at Leicester or 11th. Yeah. Arsenal are 12th. Villa are 13th. Yeah. They're a few points ahead of us, but they're going to be nowhere near, no. are they? I, I, yeah. And so. Arsenal, we, we were joking about it, but Arsenal have, have already pulled away. Um, if we can race to 15 yeah. points relatively quickly, I even think at that point we're out of it. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I think that that's really, again, symbolically really important. Yeah. I think the more we linger in that single digit zone, even if we're 15th or 16th, if we keep getting a draw and then a loss and then, you know, we're, st- we're still a win and a, and a draw to, to get to double figures. I, I know this sounds a little bit mental, but like, I just think if we can race to 15 points as quickly yes. as possible, even if, even if we have a few weeks of losing because other teams are better than us, that's kind of yeah. okay. Um, what's your score prediction for the weekend then? I'm going to be optimistic and I'm going to say 2-0 Leeds. 2-0 Leeds against Wolves who are 10th with 12 points, double the amount of points yeah. that we have. And you say that's a false position because they should be high. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I think they should be. Like, if you look at the teams that they've had in the past, yes, they've had obviously Spurs raided their manager for them. But again, I quite like Wolves' model of how they've been building slowly, and and this season has been a real step back for them. Um, they had they, they had three quarters of the Portuguese national side playing for them for a little while. Like they were they were they were yeah. a decent outfit with a very decent manager. Um, you know, um, the sort of manager that I wouldn't mind once Bielsa um, finally gets taken up to the pearly gates. Um, like, I, I, I wouldn't mind replacing, you know, because um, in reality, if we are still where we are, then we're not going to be in the market for a Pochettino or a Simeone. Hopefully we'll be higher. Um, but but no, I, I, I think they should be doing better than they are. I think they've been doing poorly. They have got seasoned internationals in their side. They have got a talismanic winger like Traore. I, I don't think he is as good as everybody makes out he is. I think he's got a bit of the, the Walcott effect in the, the moment he gets to the byline, he somehow manages to find the defender each time. But then every so often he reminds you why he is so good. Yeah. I just hope that it's... But it always does seem to be against Leeds that these players remind you how good they are. Alan Saint-Maximin reminded us how good he was against Leeds. You know, it, it's one of those things. Whenever we yeah, played yeah. Brentford in the Championship, their their front three strikers reminded everybody how good they were, having had a few quiet games. So it's one of those things where, like, you know, we've got to plan on Traore being in his rampaging best. I think Shackleton's a great shout to yeah. to be in 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 his way, to be honest. But um, yeah. yeah, what do you reckon? I think it's gonna be one all. 
I think we're going to be winning for a large portion of the match, and then they're going to um, they're going to pop up yeah, with a goal. Cooper will miss his man on the back post or something like that. Well, you'll be strung up. You'll be strung up in Armley for saying that. Yeah, well, apparently we're not allowed to say anything about our our, our fantastic club captain, but he's a weakness. I'm not going to say he is the weakness. Hey, listen, the he thing is, is the problem weakness. is the problem is yeah, the problem he has at the minute is that. He's, he's in a crowd of yes. weaknesses, yeah. so that's that. But listen, let's 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 finish on a positive. Let's finish okay. on a positive. So, I think it's been one all. Um, you say something else. Two nil lead. <laughs> Two nil. Um, last okay. last thing I want to just mention. Okay. Would you be happy to see Ross Barkley? Oh, is it boost? Is it boost drinks? Anyway. Ooh. Ross Barkley. Listen, mate. I'd have Ross. Kemp at the minute. I'd have. Yeah. I, I. We need people. We need bodies. We need bodies in the yeah, changing room, and, we, and the better they are, the the then the happier. You'd have I Ross am. Noble but at this moment in time. Um, how many other Rosses do we know? Um, I'd have Ross off friends. Yeah. yeah, maybe. We'd have Roscoe, yeah. our mate Rosses? from from Manchester, who's been suspiciously quiet ever since the PE teacher took <laughs> over there. I'd have Diana Ross. <laughs> I, I'd have, You'd have Diana Ross, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well done, yeah. good work. On that note, on, <laughs> on that, that bombshell, um, let's do it. Um, you've been listening to Eileen's FYM, so um, there's only one thing left to say, and that is Eileen's FYM. Take care, everyone. Nice to have you on board. <laughs> See you. Bye. Every time, scumbag. <laughs>